Uh, we have approximately 800 students who are defunded, and then uh, amongst them there is 260 that is wrongfully defunded. So it means out of these 800, uh, they are defunded in different uh, categories, but the ones who are wrongfully defunded are 260. So if 260 are wrongfully defunded, uh, what about the others? Are you saying that their defunding was actually valid and legitimately done? Well, others were defunded on the basis of uh, having provided wrong documents, meaning some documents are not relevant. Now, when they made an evaluation, they got to realize that there are missing documents that they have to provide. As a result, they had to cut them off from the funding list. So uh, that's why they found themselves within that situation of being uh, defunded. So as the EFF Student Command, um, what are your views, your sentiments on this whole uh the situation around the defunding of students by NASFAS because NASFAS is saying for one or other reason the students who are being defunded right now do not actually qualify for NASFAS funding. Well, uh, that's actually not the truth because what is happening is that there are students who are wrongfully defunded and then when you check uh, one of the students that we're engaging with uh, she's defunded because of academic eligibility, not meeting the required uh, academic average for you to qualify for funding. And then when you check, this student is performing well, is doing very well academically. The academic record is there as an evidence that this student is doing well. So now how do we then get to defund such a student who's qualifying academically, even though the academic record is there to prove beyond doubt that this student is deserving? Moreover, and above, we have uh, uh, students who are defunded due to 350,000 threshold. And now this 350,000 threshold, it means in a case where the parents of the students are earning in terms of household income beyond 350, such a student is not qualifying or eligible to get funding. But in this case, we have those that their parents doesn't work uh, anyhow. They they don't have any source of income other than relying on the uh, SASA grant that is given by uh, the government. So how do you then get to reach the conclusions that this a particular students, they are not uh, qualified in terms of that criteria of 350K. Pimlo, has there been any communication from NASFAS with regard to opportunity for students uh, who have wrongfully been defunded uh, to actually go and make their case and possibly be back on the list? Yes, uh, they have opened an appeal uh, which started on uh, the first week of July. Uh, the, the appeal process was there, where on the portal of the students, students who feel like they, they didn't uh, get defunded accordingly, they have an opportunity to appeal. But the problem that we had was that there were uh, students who were affected, but on their portal, they're on the system, the appeal button was not there. 
Now, when appeal button is not there, it means it hinders them from continuing with appealing. So this means that the administration of NESFAS, it is also part of the problem because how are those students going to appeal if there is no appeal button? And then on top of that, they are saying they are not uh, allowing any sort of appeal through emails, but the process is centralized to the portal. So in a case where the appeal button is not appearing, how do you suppose that the student will be able to appeal. Have you raised that with NASFAS? As have they indicated how they plan to rectify that? Well, uh, they they indicated on their latter statement that they are aware of such a situation, and also they indicated that they are aware that there are students who were uh, uh, wrongfully affected by their approach of uh, uh, defunding students who were not deserving. So we we have raised that. We even had a meeting with the institution on our side uh, to also raise such concerns in such a way that when they meet NESFAS, because there was a meeting that was anticipated to happen between NESFAS and the institution with regards to the other issue of direct payment. And also to say you must also register this one of uh, the appeal process that the students doesn't have that appeal button uh, to continue with appeal. And Pamela, what about students who were actually not deserving of NASFAS funding who have been receiving it? What is your stance on that? Well, Sakina, that one, it's, it's different because, for an example, NESFAS has a criteria of saying the student, the student a parent must not exceed 350K. But then when you check as a parent, you, you might be exceeding that annually, but the responsibilities that you have as a parent can actually hinder you from being able to afford the fees. So are we saying that also in an event where a parent is not able to afford fees, they must be ostracized from the funding process? So I, I differ mm-hmm. with that. I'm arguing that the, 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 the criteria must be reviewed because it, it, it's, it's different and it's specific to a certain degree. In, a, in an instance where a parent is having a responsibilities that will hinder him or her from uh, uh, affording fees. The, the student must be allowed because the mm. reality of the matter is that NESFAS is funding black and majority students coming from a, a disadvantaged background. So that policy must also be reviewed. But but you agree with me that that is a different uh, uh, argument and a different fight altogether. Because as things stand, if these are the criteria that are set out and people have actually found a way to circumvent uh, whatever is specified in order to access the funding, uh, that means uh, that they are not eligible for the funding and therefore what should happen? Well, uh, in that case, it means uh, there there must be means that are made available. Uh, That's why we are even saying NESFAS buzzer is not enough to cater for these particular uh, uh, students. There must be uh, other means of funding that the government must avail uh, for for, for this particular student. And also the problem here is the criteria that continues to exclude uh, certain students. So Middle class students. Middle class students. 
Yes, yes, a, a, a missing middle class. So as the student command, we are saying that the policy of NESFAS, it is time that it gets reviewed because it's not accommodating everybody. As I've indicated, Sakina, that uh, these cases, they differ in terms of the material conditions. I can be earning beyond that uh, at 350, but the responsibilities that I'm having would then hinder me from being able to afford uh, those fees that are required. Okay, just finally, um, you are now, uh, you've embarked on a campaign to try and assist the students who've been defunded. So uh, what exactly uh, does that uh, campaign comprise of in terms of its elements and uh, how can people assist? Well, uh, that campaign, uh, it came after we had a meeting with the institution. And then the meeting we had with the institution was to say, we have a problem here, of which is the big elephant in the house of the students who are defunded. Now, how do we assist them? Then the institution pledged to say, we can assist them with the guards of uh, availing a meal a day allowance for them and also availing merit bazaar for them. Now, from our side, we then established a campaign called Fund the Defunded Campaign, where we have reached out to business uh, associations and we have reached out to government entities in our area where we have submitted the proposals uh, to them with uh, an intention of sourcing uh, funds in a form of a, 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 a food in this context and also toiletries. Now, how we anticipated this campaign to move, it is not efficient because uh, currently we are having uh, uh, not that positive response uh, from these uh, 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 government departments that we have reached out to. But of course, some, they have showed commitment. For an example, the business associations, they said they don't have that total capacity to to can cover all of the students, but they are going to try and cover according to their capacity. So, so far it's moving and we have received some of the items. And we would also like to say, those who might be listening to this uh, interview, they must come forth. Uh, we are located on uh, our Facebook page. That's where you find our uh, a funding campaign being uh, published uh, on, uh, on the EFFSC. NWUMC 2024 uh, Facebook page. So we, we, we've been on the ground till today, also reaching out to relevant stakeholders that we can uh, reach to. Pamela Liachile, thanks so much. Uh, EFF Student Commander at the Northwest University campus, and he's the chairperson there, talking to us about uh, the uh, students who've been defunded and what they are trying to do in order to assist some of these students.